Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Game Over Winnipeg. My name is Brady. On a night where the Winnipeg Jets win 6-3 to against the New Jersey Devils. Wow, oh my goodness, what a game. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Um, wow, I uh, <laughs> talk about two different games. Uh, you know what? We got lots to talk about here, everyone. I'll be re- I'll be ready and happy to get to the game. Before we do so, just a quick little thing for our sponsors. Uh, <clears throat> the NHL season is heating up, and there's never been a better time to get in on the action. Whether you're looking to hammer an Austin Matthews anytime goal or ride the puck line with the Montreal Canadiens, our partners at Sign Up Expert want to make sure you're ready to sweat your bets with one of the best. Sign Up Expert is hooking up our listeners with one of the newest sports be- books available in Canada, Batano. Batano is home to some of the best odds when it comes to betting on the NHL and offers unique markets, including virtual soccer and basketball. All you have to do to get, to get started is scan the QR code on your screen or click the link in the description to register and place that first bet. If you thought the Vancouver Canucks or Winnipeg Jets have been the best surprise <laughs> uh, of the season so far, wait till you try Batano. Uh, don't walk, run to check out Batano today. Scan that QR code or hit the link in the description to get started and start sweating your bets with the best. Uh, always remember, please do bet responsibly with the end within your means. Viewers must be 19 plus to sign up for Batano. Alrighty, now that that is out of the way, everyone. Hello. Hello. How are we doing tonight? Uh, I'm glad to see we got a couple of regulars in chat. I see Liz has hopped in here. Uh, we got Baby Yoda I see in here all the time. David, of course. Uh, seeing some new people as well, too. Wow. Okay, guys. Where... Where do we even start here? Where do we even start? Uh, the Winnipeg Jets coming into this game, uh, playing against one of the better teams in the league. I know they've been on a bit of a, a slump recently, the New Jersey Devils. Um, obviously, they come into this game without uh, Jack Hughes as well as without Nico Heischer. Um, so that was a uh, and but but regardless, the 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 New Jersey Devils are no team to uh, to scoff at. They are a good like a very good team and even without those two centermen um you know the, they're still deadly they still got Timo Meyer they still got Dawson Mercer Dougie Hamilton still a very good team uh Akira Schmid and that again a guy who last year was uh took the starting role in the playoffs and I guess now he's been kind of relegated back to the uh uh <laughs> back to the backups slot or at least the 1B slot uh regardless uh, the Winnipeg Jets once again get the backup treatment, uh, I guess we're calling it, uh, which is very interesting. But uh, regardless, we will uh, we'll hop into the game right away. One really interesting thing, though, the Winnipeg Jets make a little bit of a lineup change. Again, I, I got to just cover this stuff before we jump into uh, the ridiculousness that was that game. Uh, David Gustafson does get healthy scratch today and Logan, the Stanimal Stanley gets in the lineup and i mean hey with this how the second half of the lineup or uh, the second half of the game went uh if you could have foreseen that i mean you probably would have been uh wanting to put him in as well um but then that kind of presents the uh the jets getting uh having you know 11 forwards and seven defense which uh i think i'll talk about that uh in a bit i kind of want to jump right into the game because (laughs) i mean how could you not like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what a game um first off uh all around like great game by the jets i i i truly and and honestly believe that was a very very good game by by the winnipeg jets um the first half of the game was was super um 
was really slow. I mean, at least the first period was. There was not a lot of chances. Both teams were kind of keeping it pretty well buttoned up. I actually thought the Jets were the worst team in the excuse me, in the first period just due to the fact that they were uh the the chances that they were giving up. It felt like every single time the 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 New Jersey Devils were getting chances um, the, it was always these chaotic, crazy scrambles in front, uh, with the Jets barely just being able to keep it out. Um, uh, maybe they might have, you know, boosted up their expected goals, uh, metrics just naturally by, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, by, by slamming, uh, the, the puck into Hellbuck's pads over and over again. But regardless, after the first period, you know, I'm sitting here going, you know, the, the Jets are playing well. The, the Devils are playing well, but, uh, you know, this is anyone's game. This is anyone's game. And boy, oh boy, the second period, the start of the second period, the first like 14 minutes of it was all Winnipeg Jets. I mean, I think I think even going into that period, I remember at, at, at around the, you know, before the the Devils went on their their comeback run at, you know, when they got their few goals in the second period. Uh, I remember looking up and seeing that, you know, the Jets had scored two goals. And at that point, the Devils still had nine shots, which I'm pretty sure is what they ended the first period with. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. Um <laughs> Uh, I will also just uh, just throw this in there. I want to know everyone who who is your player of the game here tonight because there could be uh, you know there's there's reason to say you know Kyle Connor big big two goal night some really nice goals as well from him um, you know uh, Nikolai Ehlers coming in with with the we'll call it the Nikolai Ehlers hat trick with a fight and two goals you could tell he was really looking for the uh, the assist on the last one um, and and Cole Perfetti had a great night too you know I'll, I'll talk about all those guys I want to know in the chat who do you guys think was the was the player of the game tonight uh and if you think it for some reason it was a, a devil's player you can say that too uh, if there's anyone here from the devil's side of things i'd love to hear what you guys thought about the game um but anyways let's get back to where i was uh so second period right like the the way the way the second period kind of went was the jets had all every single chance that was available for the first like 12 13 minutes until until new jersey really started mounting their comeback um like it, it was it was all winnipeg jets in that second period um the the <laughs> I know I will talk about Stanley. I will talk about all the guys. I see I see some a couple mentions of Stanley in the chat. Uh Baby Yoda saying don't play Stanley. I'm, you might not like what I have to say about this, but uh anyways, we will get there like I said. Sorry. The, with this game here, it it is so difficult to pick a direction to go in uh because this was just ridiculous. Just just an absolutely insane game. Um but anyways, like going back, you know, I just want to kind of highlight some of the goals there. Like the first goal that um <laughs> that that Kyle Connor scored. Uh, I just got to remind myself with it. Oh, right. Okay, this is the one where I, I wanted to praise Logan Stanley. So maybe I'll I'll start by talking about what I wanted to praise for Logan Stanley. Uh, obviously, he draws into the lineup tonight. Uh, I'll talk about the decision to you know switch to the you know eleven and seven, which I personally hate. Um, but I think it was time for Logan Stanley to enter the lineup. You know, I. If Declan Chisholm was on the team, I probably would have went for him first over Logan Stanley, but uh, he's in his uh, AHL condi conditioning stint, excuse me. Um, so, you know, Logan Stanley is the next guy up. Uh, and I actually thought he had a 
pretty solid game. You know, he still had his 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 Logan Stanleyisms here and there, um, where you know he he's just kind of not really on the puck, or or he's you know not really in the right spot, not really boxing out. But I thought that he had a great game in general, especially for a guy coming off of you know what was this his second game of the season? I want to say um, he I thought he looked pretty good. He had the you know the really nice reverse hit in the in the first period, which is not something we see from Logan Stanley a lot, considering the fact that he's a six seven defenseman. He's not a guy who plays the body all that much. Um, so it was it was great to see that. Um, but uh, uh, even past that, I mean, he was jumping up in the play. He had the he had the shot in the first period, uh, you know, joining the rush. Um, but what I really wanted to highlight for him was this this small tiny little play and and i don't think any of the highlights uh caught it really uh for for when they actually scored this goal it was the first uh goal that kyle connor scored um this is the one that is created off of uh mark shifley walking in and just taking a beautiful shot i thought it was in turns out it goes off the post but that creates a ton of of chaos what happens though what logan stanley does very well very very well if you follow me on twitter uh you might you might have seen what i was saying about this but uh, he keeps the puck in and then so basically he's on kind of the left side of the uh, you know of the ice on the blue line and Josh Morrissey is maybe three feet from them Logan Stanley normally like uh, last season uh, a couple seasons ago Logan Stanley every single time when he sees all that chaos being created after the Mark Shifley shot um, even just in general if he gets that that puck in that spot uh, Logan Stanley would shoot the puck almost every single time. Um, but right here, you know, again, for a guy who is coming off of, of not playing for however many games, he showed a ton of poise and all he does, it's, it's just a simple little thing. He just makes this tiny little handoff, uh, to, to Josh Morrissey, who has a couple more steps to the left as a defender is approaching him, uh, which then kind of, you know, sets up the next sequence, which then, which then leads to the Kyle Connor goal. Um, so I, I I really wanted to highlight that. If you know me, I talk a lot of shit on Logan Stanley. Uh, I, I give him a lot of uh, I'm pretty harsh on him because of of kind of where he lands in this lineup, who he stands in front of. Um, but I I felt like he deserved uh, the the shout out today. I thought he played well, um, despite the fact that you're choosing to go 11 and seven. Again, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> but uh, but moving forward, I mean, that that's the first goal, you know, the Kyle Connor goal. Uh, and then the Jets just honestly are just relentless. They will not. This the second period was was so nice because I feel like very frequently we've seen uh, the Jets kind of will always have one or two sleeper periods. And it's. I find frequently that at least last year, the second period was always really tough for the jets. Um, but wow, much better, much better. And then it leads to, uh, the, the power play, which has been a huge, huge topic here for the, for the Winnipeg jets. Um, finally, they're starting to get a little bit of production and this is the goal that, that, uh, Cole Perfetti scores. Um, but all I need to highlight here, all I want to highlight here is you want to know how this goal gets created. Some goddamn movement, some movement on the power play. Uh, Kyle Connor and, and and Josh Morrissey, both of them are, you know, they're, they're passing back and forth. They end up kind of switching spots. And what happens is both of them slowly start drifting over to the left side of the ice. 
And what that does is it brings the, the you know, the four PKers on uh, from the Devils and it kind of just pulls them all over a little bit. They all get caught a little bit too much puck watching. And who's that? Sitting on the right side wide open is Cole Perfetti. Uh, a beautiful pass over to him. He does fumble it right away. I was sitting there screaming, oh my God, shoot the puck. Um, but then I thought he lost his opportunity to shoot it. And I thought he was just going to bring it in the middle, maybe make a pass back door or something like that. Um, but he makes the right play in order to just kind of get whatever shot he could off. Uh, it does go off of the defenseman's stick. And, uh, you know, hey. Got to be, got to be good to be lucky, and you got to be lucky to be good. So, uh, you know, chip shot goes in right under Kier Schmid's uh, uh, arm, and uh, and wow, yeah, again, Cole Perfetti, this guy, wow, like I, I think I, I want to pause for a moment, um, even though I'm going to talk about him again <laughs> in a minute or two, but Cole Perfetti this year has come in this season. And he was given a lot of responsibility to start with, playing that second uh, second centerman spot. Uh, again, his 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 um, his runway there was a little bit short, a little bit shorter, a little bit too short for my liking, in my opinion. Um, but hey, that's how the Nemestikov, uh, Ehlers, and Perfetti line gets you know put together, and uh, they they've just been phenomenal ever since uh, ever since they've been you know even the first time they they were put together last year. Um, but wow, yeah, like Colbert Freddy, like I said, despite the fact that he's not taking that 2C spot, he has come in here and provided the Jets with, I'm not going to call it depth scoring, even though he is kind of playing it like a third line, third lines, like minute share. Like he scored, he played all situations tonight, like 13 minutes and 26 seconds, which is a little bit low for my liking, considering how dominant him, Ehlers and uh, Vlad, uh, Vlad Nemesnikov looked tonight. Um... But regardless, uh, he has come in here and has provided secondary scoring so that on the nights where, you know, uh, Kyle Connor, Mark Shifley, that that top that top duo isn't clicking, which tonight they did. We'll get there. Um, but even on those nights, uh, Cole Perfetti has been scoring. I think it was what his fourth game in a row with a goal. Uh, again, he gets he gets. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a goal and uh and two and an assist sorry not two assists and an assist uh and all around looked great tonight uh his assist on that Ehlers goal oh my goodness wow 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 as i am in the middle of praising that line uh this goal was just exactly uh, uh, a perfect line goal. It all starts, uh, you know, it starts a bit earlier, but uh, what basically ends up happening is the puck ends up behind the net. Uh, Nikolai Ehlers pulls, does it, has a great forecheck on uh, on Luke Hughes, hits him over again. He's a little guy, but hey, he he throws his weight around as <laughs> as we'll we'll talk about in a moment. I keep saying that. I'm sorry, um, but. Uh, but yeah, he throws his weight around the back, kind of ties him up, gets knocks him off the puck. Vladimir Mestikov comes in, scoops that puck up, throws it up the boards. Dylan Sandberg gets the puck, and what does Cole Perfetti do? Cole Perfetti sees that Dylan Sandberg is getting the puck, that there's like three Devils players who are down low uh, in the corner, one guy who's in front, one guy is rushing uh, Sandberg, and he just pops out right into the middle, right into the open ice and, uh, and gets a nice little pass. He's on his forehand. So if he really wanted to, he could have, uh, he could have, you know, one time this, if he was looking for a Kyle Connor special. Um, but that's not, that that's not Cole Perfetti's MO. That certainly is not because what this man does. Oh my God is just, 
uh, like it's just cold it's it's icy it's disgusting it's it's so subtle it's so subtle but i really urge you to go back and watch this goal one more time you'll see that when he gets the puck colbert fetty does this small little 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 shoulder little shoulder uh little hey how you doing you know uh little shoulder pump which completely and completely utterly freezes akira schmid in position uh again coming back to the line doing great on this goal Nikolai Ehlers gets up after after the hard four check, finds the open ice on the right side, and Kolper Fetty, after just completely icing Akira Schmid, like frozen in um oh what's what's the stuff that Han Solo gets fro- in carbonite or whatever. <laughs> uh, Akira Schmid didn't even move. This looked like a beer league goal. Like this looked like a goal where where a goalie was at like the ODR, and he was like, "Come on, guys, can we can we just like." Can you guys play some defense in front of me? Can can you guys like actually take shots on me instead of just like passing these back door? Uh, again, Nikolai Ehlers gets up, finds the open ice, and scores probably the easiest goal of his career. Um, but that's all. That's all. I mean, I, I want to say that's all Cole Perfetti creating that goal. But again, as I just said, it was the entire line with the the forecheck from Ehlers, Vlad picking up the puck. You know, Sandberg pushing it out into Perfetti, Perfetti icing the goalie, going to Ehlers, and oh my god, chef's kiss, chef's kiss. What, mm, what a goal, what a goddamn goal. I've, oh, it feels so good. It feels so good to talk like this about the Jets. I, it's been a little bit since I've been on Game Over. I was sick last week. I was out of town this past weekend. And, uh, and I've missed it. I definitely miss it. I've been keeping up with the games a little bit, maybe not watching as, uh, as you know, attently as I usually would, uh, while doing this show, but wow. Oh, it just, it, uh, the Jets are a wagon. Uh, the, the Jets will, I personally, I think the Jets will never lose again. <laughs> Anyways, uh, already, already, already. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop glazing the boys up. Uh, one thing I want to give, you know, I, it just to, to finish off the, you know, the, the second period talk, um, <laughs> Max, uh, good to see you in the chat. I assume you're a devil's fan. Welcome to the, to the show. Uh, you guys played great. Uh, <laughs> although, uh, I'm not a big fan of Kevin ball. Anyways, uh, <laughs> not the point. Um, one thing I got to give, I got to give some shit here. I, I, I lo- as much as I love this guy, D- Dylan DeMello in the second period had a couple rough ships, a couple rough ships. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and it all starts with after that, that's that second after that, uh, the, the power play goal, the one to go up to nothing. Uh, he takes kind of a rough penalty. I thought it was a little weak, but, uh, immediately after a power play goal, you can't be taking any, uh, you can't be doing anything really. The, the refs are looking for a call to even it up. Uh, unfortunately he does take a little bit of an interference call that kind of leads to the Meyer goal and, uh, it is what it is. Uh, and then, you know, and, and the worst part about that is that that happens right after the last goal and and again you get taught this in minor hockey you never want to give up a goal right after you score one what's the point um but then again uh devils come storming back to score the second goal that one was just kind of a clusterfuck in front sorry to swear everyone but uh this is just a classic winnipeg jets goal against where uh chaos is being created and then there's three or four guys oh and also Demello was was on for this one too um but then three guys are kind of just standing in front watching the puck and someone sneaks in behind and uh is open and you know that's that's how you get scored against so um 
while there were a lot of really good things uh, from this game, um, it doesn't mean that the Jets were perfect. And uh, that is is very, very clearly one th- one thing that the Jets really, really need to clean up is um, how they react to chaotic plays. It seems like when everything starts going crazy and, and listen, I'm sure a lot of teams do this. I think that's just the nature of chaos. Um but the the Winnipeg Jets seem to be pretty bad at it because, uh, and it affects the 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 Winnipeg Jets really uh, disproportionately to other teams because this is a team who kind of lives and dies by their mistakes. They they have figured out how to play at five on five. They are starting to figure out the power play side of things. Um, so really, all it is is just cleaning up those little mistakes. And uh, unfortunately, you know, this is uh, just one of those goals against. But hey, offense is the cure all. Again, the uh, the the Ehlers goal comes not too far after that, and uh, and yeah, that's the second period for you guys. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty fun. And then this is where we get into the fun stuff. Um, starting off the third period, uh, you know, Jets kill a penalty, uh, and then there's a nice little two on one with Nikolai Ehlers and Vlad Nemesnikov, where personally. I think Ehlers should have shot it there. This was this actually, sorry, this going back to my criticisms of the jets today. Uh, one thing for sure, uh, is that they, their shot selection tonight was not great. It, it ended up working out in the end, but in the first period, there were so many two on ones where they decided to pass, try to pass through someone. Uh, there were times where even on like the Logan Stanley shot, I was praising him for getting up in the rush. I also, you know, there was a guy to the, to the left of him, uh, in wide open ice where if he saw that man, he probably could have got it over to him, got a much better chance. And there were a couple different, uh, chances that were like that, where someone took a shot, the shot got through. It's not a bad shot to take necessarily, but you could have gotten it to a better one. Again, that's a a little bit more Rick bonus style hockey. Maybe I'm kind of preaching the more Shifley side of things where you want to look for quality uh, over, sorry. Yes. Quality over quantity. Um, but we all know Rick bonus loves his, uh, his quantity uh, of shots. Anyways, it is what it is. But as we all know, uh, <laughs> uh, pass gets across to Vlad Nemestikov. He kind of bobbles the puck. He doesn't really have the opportunity to shoot. The defense plays him really well. Uh, to start in, in in regards to pushing him to the outside so far to the outside that uh, he gets hit absolutely rocked from behind from Brendan Smith and uh, and and Nikolai Ehlers doesn't like that. And you know what this I think this Ehlers fight is is, is really, really important to to look at in the grand scheme of things, especially with how the rest of the game went, because I was sitting here in the third period going. Honestly, if the Devils have either even one of Hughes and Heischer, they're coming back and they're winning this game. Um, that was my opinion until this fight and until I saw the uh, the reaction from the Jets, the the re- uh, not the retribution, but the um, uh, just the 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 fact that the everyone came and like this, this was a, a team forming moment. I know they're already a team, but this uh, I think Kevin Sawyer said something along the lines of like playing like a pack of wolves or something like that. Um, the, these guys played like a family tonight. These the, the, this was their own flesh and blood. And the second, the second that uh, Nikolai either saw Vladimir get absolutely rocked from behind uh, confetti gloves and he he didn't even care. Brendan Smith is is 
what, like a third pairing defenseman, if that? Uh, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's a replacement level guy. Uh, maybe Max in the chat can let me know uh, if I'm right. <laughs> um, but... Uh, <laughs> But um, but yeah, I mean, and and there's no reason, there's no reason that Nikolai Ehlers should be taking this fight. There are there are a hundred different reasons why I can point to Nikolai Ehlers shouldn't be taking this fight. N- number one, Ehlers has been kind of he's kind of looked banged up all season. I mean, today was a great game for him. He didn't look hurt today, but he's had games where he's looked kind of banged up. And um, excuse me. Um. Jeez, I'm still recovering from the sickness. Um, <laughs> uh, but he's looked banged up. And so I don't want this guy. I, I don't know what's ailing him. I don't want him going into a fight with uh, a guy who's like a, a replacement level guy. Um, but again, this is really important to developing your team that, and, and, and the chemistry. Because immediately after that, no shit was taken by the Jets. Um very funny to see him uh, fight again. Nikolai Ehlers is not a heavy. He, he's featherweight. I mean, if if that, I mean, um, he did land a couple couple shots on him though. But uh, by the end of the fight, you could tell he was just like, "I'm done. I'm done." But I'm not going to turtle. But I'm done. He took a couple extra ones, and then just uh, once the refs broke him up, he just kind of was in uh, Smith's face, telling him he's uh, an asshole or whatever you're saying to him. But. Then goes on to the, uh, you know, I, I thought it was really, really insane. The fact that they evened up the calls there. Um, obviously the Brendan hit, uh, the, the Brendan Smith hit from behind is sh- in no way should be, um, should have been no penalty. Uh, eventually they do call it, but then they give Nikolai Ehlers some sort of phantom cross check as if his gloves didn't fly off immediately after he saw the hit. Um, so they even it up there again. That's just kind of a like, I'm sorry to say if anyone again against swearing, it's just a chicken shit thing to do. Like that is a really, really bad way to manage the game. And I think that that was is one of the reasons why things kept getting out of hand. Obviously, a good chunk of it has to do with the Devils just being upset with the state of the game and everything like that. But uh, but I think I thought the Jeffs, the, the Jeffs, the refs. <laughs> <laughs> did uh did a poor job at managing this game tonight um but luckily curtis lazar takes maybe one of the weakest hooking penalties i've i've seen in a while i mean he did get a stick in on kyle connor but uh sure i guess i guess that's a, a hook uh i mean he did get a stick in the way but regardless uh that's an easy one for the refs again uh, if any if any if any team deserved a call it was it was it was the uh the devil or sorry the the jets deserved to get a call in their favor and uh and oh my goodness oh my goodness ladies and gentlemen were you sitting down where were you where were you when the winnipeg jets scored their fourth goal tonight i remember i was sitting on my couch i don't know why i'm doing this bit i'm sorry um <laughs> but good grief everyone again same like uh, you know, Devils fans out there, you guys got to watch out for the. Le- it seems like your PK really likes to to go towards the right side of the defensive zone or the left side of the offensive zone. They seem to really put a lot of, lot of, lot of eyes over there because uh, you know the pucks on the boards and what is it like three, if not all four players are sitting there watching Mark Mark Shifley and whoever else was battling on the boards. Puck comes out to Shifley and he makes. 
Oh my god. Uh, like such a beautiful, beautiful backhand pass across the ice. Like this was like Henrik Sedin, Daniel Sedin era. Like I just know where you are, twin telepathy. Uh just puts a perfect pass across the ice. No one's in the way to intercept it. And oh my goodness, excuse my language, but Kyle Connor with an absolute piss missile. Like Wow, what a shot. You know, I I I give I give Casey shit when when the power play isn't working because uh I I don't think that he usually has that shot in order to that that is good enough that can just straight up beat a goalie. But this one, I mean, not only was it a hard, fast, quick missile of a shot, it was perfectly placed. Like he caught excuse me. Um oh geez. Uh he caught Akira Schmid going across the net he went back uh back on him uh back to the left side of the of the, uh, of the ice when uh, schmied was going to slide into the right and uh good grief what a goal and uh listen i if if you follow me on twitter i i would like to take credit for kyle connor scoring two of his goals both his goals tonight uh, me personally, it was definitely me, uh, because I tweeted out in the first, uh, at the end of the first period or near the end of the first period that Kyle Connor, or I think it might've been the start of the second, but Kyle Connor looked really freaking lazy today. And, uh, I guess he heard me because, um, <laughs> he stepped up. Like I said, he, he made me look stupid and you know what? That's, I'm happy to look stupid again. I'm very happy to look stupid. If Kyle Connor is going to do that. Um, but wow, again, Say what you will about him. You can you can critique him defensively. If he's putting in two goals like that, I'll I'll shut my mouth. I will. I, I promise you. I, I'll stop giving him shit for just being uh, an offensive guy. But uh, he, wow, what a shot! Just incre- like seriously, what a shot! Uh, you know, game continues on. Uh, uh, Morgan Barron ends up scoring, or first actually before that happens. Um, Oh wait, no. Sorry, that was not before. Morgan Barron ends up playing on the line with, uh, with Vlad Nemesikov and Cole Perfetti. Uh, again, Nemesikov just doing his thing, forechecking, you know, taking his lunch pail and going to work, forechecking, gets the puck in behind the net, just makes a beautiful pass out to Barron. Barron roofs at top corner, easy peasy, great to see. I was very interested to see, and maybe this is a, a good little segue into talking about uh, the lineup as well as, uh, and uh, you know, the, the the idea of going, you know, eleven forwards and and seven D. Um, of course, like I said, the positive of it, you get Logan Stanley in the lineup. He needed to get in the lineup at some point. Maybe maybe it's a showcase because we got a guy coming back pretty soon who needs to potentially be on this roster, but. Uh, I'm not just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Um, but I really, really despise the, the 11 and seven setup. Uh, it worked out for the jets tonight. Um, but especially with like going into this game, like, uh, the fact that, um, the devils had no Mercer or not no Mercer. Um, geez, no, no, uh, Jack Hughes and no, uh, Nico Heischer. This felt like a game where it should have been, the the Winnipeg Jets depth uh ganging up against a team that is hurt. Uh like, you know, like the, the, these guys have uh you know had like Chris Tierney playing tonight. Um like I feel like this should have been a game where the Jets uh feasted on the 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 injuries that the Devils had. Um but of course when you get that uh when when you play with eleven and seven, it creates so many more uh not 
problems necessarily, but it makes it a lot harder as a coach. It's not as simple as just rolling your lines out and and pushing the paddle to the metal with every single line that goes out. Um, but rather, uh, you do have to do a little more tinkering. I was I was watching at the start of the game uh, to see how they were going to, uh, you know, who they were going to roll out. I think they rolled out uh, the first time that they played the fourth line out. They put Kyle Connor with them, uh, and then the second time was Ehlers, uh, and then we get the Rasmus Kupari injury, which looked not great uh it, on the broadcast they were saying it was his shoulder from what i saw i'm really worried that this might be his collarbone uh he he went for a hit and just kind of missed it and it looks like he kind of hit his collarbone on the dasher or on the dasher i don't know the 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 ledge of the of the boards before it goes to the glass um regardless as soon as as soon as it happens you see he just immediately like tenses up starts kind of yelling uh and goes off the ice and goes straight down the tunnel so uh really hope that he is okay um but now you get into the problem where you got 10 forwards now so so what is gonna happen um you know i i you know this is probably a good time to go check out and see how much time morgan Barron had on ice today uh he had 11 minutes and 37 seconds uh in all situations at 5v5 he only had six minutes and 28 seconds which is tough but that's kind of just how things go oh my god cole perfetti only played nine minutes at 5v5 what 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 is going on why anyways i'm not going to talk about time on ice you guys all know how i feel just go look at the time on ice it was not how i would have done it but anyways continuing on um so now you get into the problem where you have Morgan Barron, just this one extra guy, and then three lines. Uh, so mostly it seemed like he kind of just kept getting shifts uh, beside Lowry uh, and Appleton, uh, or sorry, or beside uh, Lowry and Nino. Um, in my opinion, like this, this was the perfect opportunity for Scott O'Neill to see what Morgan's, Morgan Barron has got. Um, when you have just one extra guy, that's a guy where you should be just kind of rotating him him in on lines here and there. Personally, I wouldn't have touched the the Perfetti Nemestikov Ehlers line because they were perfectly in sync tonight. Like they looked so phenomenal. Like it just felt like they as they always do. They always just look like they know where each other's is. Um but like I for a while now I've wanted to see what Baron has got. I would love to see I would have loved to see him get one or two shifts with like Kyle Connor and, and Mark Shifley, just, just to see he's a big body. He can skate fast. He he's a, a pretty, you know, lunch pail kind of guy, uh, similar to Alex. I follow. I felt like it was a good opportunity considering the circumstances to give him a couple shot, you know, a couple chances at least to play with uh, a couple, some more skilled players. Uh, obviously he does get the goal later on when he is playing with some more skilled players, but uh, but again, I I still think that it would have been good just to see what Morgan Barron could do up the lineup. Um, but regardless, that's neither here nor there. Uh, and and you know, as far as the defense go, I mean, like Logan Stanley had uh, eight minutes and fifty two seconds at at five v five. Uh, Nate Schmidt had ten minutes and forty seconds, and you know, it goes up from there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like I, I just I just don't see why you wouldn't just take out Schmidt for one night. You know, but uh, again, that's just me. That's just nitpicky. Um, we are going to ask. I'm going to I'm going to throw to some questions pretty soon. Uh, I have been rambling for a while now, um, but uh, if there are any questions, please 
do throw them in the chat. If you are still here with me, please throw a like on the stream. We already got uh, a good chunk of the people in here who've liked it, but I'd like to see uh, all 23 of the people watching with me right now. Uh, I'd like to see 23 thumbs up. Please do. I really do appreciate all of you guys uh, here in the chat. Uh, but again, just to continue the storyline of the game, uh, you know, <laughs> Josh Morrissey takes exception to a, uh, a, a Tyler Toffoli hit, gives him a, a really dumb cross check, and uh, and of course he gets you know he goes off for that. Toffoli maybe sold it, but I I actually don't think he did. Like it's, they were kind of talking about it on the broadcast, and you know Morrissey being like, "Oh, just get up," um, but it, it looks like he kind of did the whole pants cross check, pull him down kind of thing. Um, and you know I I understand that the the temperature of this game was really high, but at this time. You know, it's five two. Three three goals is not that much. Wait, here's the thing. Would would it have would you would any of you in the in the chat here believe have believed if the Jets lost this game after after 44 takes his his penalty and then uh Dougie Hamilton hits two posts on a shot and then Dawson Mercer collects the rebound when there's like six, five and a half minutes left? It's possible. I'm just saying it is possible. Um, again, I understand that the 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 entire level of everything was was slowly, you know, the the temperature was 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 increasing. Uh, but Morrissey, you got to be a bit better than that, man. Uh, you you got to keep a level head. You got to laugh at him. Just go scoreboard. Point at the scoreboard. Laugh it off. Uh, but it is what it is because. Uh, because the Jets end up winning, right? Um, you know, the, this is the final goal that the Devils do score. Uh, all hell breaks loose when Mark Shifley makes a beautiful clean hit. That I want to say it was on Andre Palat, I think, but uh, Curtis Lazar, Lazar takes exception to it. You know, confetti gloves starts punching Shifley. They get broken up pretty quickly. The the I will give the linesman credit on that one for you know not letting that to get too out of hand. Although it would have been kind of funny to see both Shifley and Ehlers fight in the same game. Um, you know the the Jets end up getting I think a power play off of that because Lazar got the instigator. Uh, and then you know easy peasy the Jets cap it off with uh, Nikolai Ehlers getting his empty net goal, completing what we will now call the Nikolai Ehlers hat trick. Two goals and uh and a fight uh he was really really looking for the assist you could tell they wanted to get him the gordial hat trick uh but hey six three uh it, it is what it is that's all she wrote uh other than the kevin kevin balls dumbass hit on uh vladimeskov right near the end of the game that's uh that's a good that's a good jets win um but going back to the whole like pack uh the whole pack mentality thing again Ehlers standing up for Vlad Domestikov. You have Appleton standing up for Vlad Domestikov again. Uh, you have uh, Mark Shifley taking a hit that he probably wouldn't do unless he, you know, other in any other game with unless the temperature was raised as it was. He doesn't. He doesn't make that run at at Andre Plot again. A clean hit. No, no, it wasn't charging. He 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 planted his feet down. Um, but uh, but even on top of that, like immediately Logan Stanley threw his gloves and got into the scrum too. Surprised he didn't get a penalty. I think he threw his gloves. Um, but regardless, like everyone was standing up for each other. I am so happy. I'm so happy to say that the Jets won this game in a convincing style tonight. They looked good. The team played together. They stuck up for each other. This is a good team win. That's all I can say. That is all I can say. I really hope that we do have some questions here. Turning it over to the chat. All right. 
Question time from Liz Hood. Thank you for tuning in, Liz. Good to see you. Uh, quietest four point night for Jets from a, for a Jets player in a while from Josh. I are you sure? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, yeah. Josh Morrissey, four points on the night, four assists. Again, giving him shit for the little things, but uh, all in all, had a pretty good game tonight. Uh, again, I, I, I really can't complain about the jets here. Uh, any other questions in the chat here, uh, hearing for the Brendan Smith hit. No, that's, that's just a boarding or that's a hit from behind. Like, I don't know. I don't know at what point they could really say, uh, like a hit from behind deserves a, a hearing. Um, I think it was just kind of a boarding if you ask me, but, uh, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, Winnipeg Jets, 6-3 win over the New Jersey Devils. Uh, I really do. It, Lucas, uh, uh, Josh had, f- had four points. I just checked. Uh, so Twitter is wrong, as you were saying. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think that's going to be it from here, guys. I really do appreciate you guys joining me in. Please leave a like on the, uh, on the uh, what's it called? <laughs> on the stream uh oh one final question from mark d our good boy out from uh, montreal are you worried about hellebuck not tonight but season long no short answer no long answer yes or long answer no also uh i feel like uh, hellebuck has kind of been a guy who uh he always kind of starts a little bit slow um i think right now the jets are playing in a way where uh, the, 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 they're just, uh, the, the chances that they're allowing are, are huge clusters, uh, of craziness. And the start of the season was bad. I I'll give him that. I'll, I'll definitely say that. Um, but he's a guy who I think that throughout the length of his, uh, of an 82 game season, especially if he's not playing, um, like what 60, what did he play last year? 63 games. I want to say, uh, considering, um, uh, considering LBs here, uh, I would hope that he is, is, you know, I, I I'm not too worried. He's a he's a great goalie. He's one of the best in the world. Uh, and I think he'll find his form soon at some point. Uh, and, and, and I definitely think he'll find his form by the time that it is important. Um, anyways, sorry to cut off my, uh, my goodbye. I'm always long with my goodbyes. Uh, okay. Everyone, please like the stream. Uh, follow me on Twitter at NHL chunky, follow this on uh, list on twitter uh at list hood follow at scp and sports uh i don't know what else uh <laughs> subscribe to sdpn uh have yourselves a wonderful evening i will see you guys here on uh, when's the next game is it's saturday they have no games till saturday it is friday friday on friday when the, the jets face off against the buffalo sabers i'll be here i may have a guest not sure yet We'll see you there. Uh, Have yourselves a wonderful evening. Have a good rest of your week. I will see you guys Friday. Thank you all for tuning in.